In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Um, nom, nom, nom. String cheese. So good. String cheese is the best. Don't you? Do you feel like you're a child again when you eat string cheese? Yeah, and then sometimes I just decide to... to uh, piss off anyone around me who sees me and just bite straight into it oh it's, it's so funny how cringy that gets so many people they're like ah, I did how that. can you i did that last night to my string cheese and literally got angry with myself i was like why are you doing that that's so terrible <laughs> i'll say uh, after the last little bit of it and it's still too thick and you're just like forget it i'll eat it yeah there's always that that point where you're like, you know what, I just just gotta eat it, you know, I can't keep pushing it off. Can't keep trying to pick and get those just tiny little threads, hairs. Is, it, it really is very close to cheese religion. Is that what sacrilege of cheese would be? Uh, we'll go yeah. with that. Yeah, cheese religion. Sacra so, cheese? <laughs> sec sacri cheese. Anyways, um, but, um, Raw and order, I would like to remind people we are a part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, so make sure to check out the other shows on the network. Go to tatnusco.com and see them all there. Uh, check them out, uh, enjoy them, tell them we sent you, and um, we will move on with our story. If you are new to this show, the premise is very simple. We take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of pro wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance, so we keep our answers entirely off the cuff, and we uh, hope that makes it more entertaining. Um, I'd also like to remind everyone to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps us out a ton, uh, and also make sure that you get the latest episodes uh, notified straight to your phone and, and go from there. So, But we will start off, and I honestly, you know, I keep saying this every week, and People are going to soon realize that I'm really bad at remembering things, but I don't remember who went first last week, so um, I'll just go first. Sounds like a plan, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's how you behave when we're doing um, nullify, deify, vilify. I just no. want to go first. Go first. Nullify, deify, vilify, I always go first because it's my game. Well, there you go. But There you have it. <laughs> so my challenge to you is to book the men's Money in the Bank ladder match for this year. And the simple fact right now, this is why I'm doing it now, is the field is open. They did announce on Raw this week the men's uh, superstars in the qualifying matches, but since none of those matches have happened, anything can change with um, and we still don't know anything about the SmackDown one. So, well, as far as something I'm, about one of the SmackDown ones. And that is? Uh, I'm trying to remember. God. Ah, uh, hold on. I gotta be honest, my, my SmackDown, okay. I barely remember. Qualifying um, match is not mustaches. <laughs> mustaches. Oh. Um, but it really doesn't matter because, like I said, the my, my rule for this is the the field is open. I don't care if they're in a qualifying match or not. You oh. have 
you have the ability to pick whoever. Oh, so I can have anybody be in it. You can have anybody in because none of the matches have taken place yet, if I'm remembering correctly. So anything could happen, regardless of what they've already announced. So, so like theoretically, Alistair Black could get injured and would have somebody else in there. It's yes, instead. theoretically, theoretically, basically okay. anything can happen. Yes. All right. So I got to pick three from each. Correct. Do I have to make my own qualifying matches? Because I don't really nope. want to do that. No, okay. I just want the ladder match. I just want the match, and I just want to know who wins. Uh, if you want to go into detail about elimination, not eliminations, but about how the match happens, that's great. But I just want to see how you would book the Money in the Bank ladder match this year. Okay. Um, I would have... So I, I really, really want it to be an obviously uptick in a mid-card or somebody who's not really been a title holder before. So as much as my heart wants to say like Kevin Owens is in it, um, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put Seth or Kevin or anybody like that in there. Because I want it to make, I want it to be what Edge had it be, you know, like I'm kind of close to being there but I'm not there yet. Or Dolph or any of those guys had once upon a time. Okay. So I'm going with never held a title before to be in it. Okay. Which eliminates never held a, a major title like the 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 one so that like eliminates daniel bryan so i'm gonna go with from raw i like alistair black i think we'll throw alistair black in there okay um in fact i really like two of their three options um that i think will win um oh, what's his name said not cedric alexander um um was in Titus O'Neil, Titus Worldwide. Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews. There we go. Um, so Apollo Crews, Aleister Black, and Andrade. Okay. And from SmackDown, I want Drew Gulak, John Morrison, because I'm not counting the ECW title as one of the majors. And I think, in fact, I think John Morrison beats The Miz in a match to get there. And the reason I say that is I think they're breaking up after after Morrison loses and Miz says it's all Morrison's fault. And the way they solve it is in their latter, their their um, qualifying match. Okay. And I think, I think you can do that this early. I really do. With Miz Morrison being back. I, they're both good enough to be single stars pretty easily, pretty quickly. Um, so, Morrison, Gulak... That that third guy. Um, this is gonna piss you off, I think. But I think I gotta go there. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Baron Corbin. Okay. Are you mad yet? No. No. Um, you're okay with Baron Corbin and being it? I mean, he's not gonna win it. I think just hearing those, you know who's gonna who I have winning it, right? I have an idea, but I'm I'm still wanting to hear what you have okay. going. Okay, so they're all out in the ring. Um, we get we get black masses around for everybody early. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't for some reason suddenly it's not knocking people out and leaving them in the ring for forty five minutes um, like it did like it does normally, um, which is pretty normal in WWE. Like, oh, he hit the skull crushing finale, uh, but he's back up because it's a match. Yet he was down for 45 minutes the other day. So black masses start flying everywhere. Um, we get uh, we get a lot of Apollo doing some crazy athletic stuff, some top rope stuff. Um, I think that 
Alistair Black kind of gets held out of it by potentially, um, you know, like him and Andrade having a feud. I really think there's big, big pop to an Andrade uh, versus uh, Alistair Black feud building out of this. And the reason I think that that would be really, really cool, not just because it's a good match for non-wrestling fans, uh, or non die die hard or hardcore fans, um, which allows you to have you know some pull people in, and then of course Zelina being Alistair's wife and um, Andrade's manager. I think there's just some may, maybe you bring that in a little, not a lot, but a little. Um, you know, like afterwards she's like, I get paid by him. I don't get paid by you. You know. And he says, yeah, you do. We live in the same house. You know, maybe a little few, little spat like that. Anyway, um, I, I would love to see Andrade get really, really close and then get pushed off um, and land on his new faction. You know, they catch him and hold on. I got an itchy ear, which is a sign of coronavirus. <laughs> um, I don't actually. Oh, have... no, you've got the Rona. <laughs> itchy ear Rona. I I. I can't call it the Rona. Like I, I can I can go down to coronavirus, but most times I'm COVID nineteen. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think that's what we get a lot of the the SmackDown. The other thing that, that's a plus to that is you get you know a black mass on on Gulak, and and so you get the the feud between you can build a little bit of a feud between obviously the Dark Horses being um, Gulak and Apollo. Um, you know, so you get a little bit of the the battles there between those two. Um, I liked the idea of Buddy Murphy. I just I like Andrade more in terms of this match. I think Andrade's ready to have the title on him, like a world title on him. Um, I don't think he wins it. I think that you have one more mid card feud, um, not for a mid card title, but um, you know, some more in there. Um, and then I think obviously on SmackDown. So we've got I said Gulak. I said um, Morrison, and who was my other one that I said? Uh, my memory not so good. <laughs> was I supposed to be writing these out? I don't know that this is coming. I'm sorry. No, it's um, fine. Oh, my heavens. You just said something, and, and I gotta be honest that I couldn't remember, so... Um, now I gotta go back and re- redo it in my head again. I was thinking Xavier Woods, but I know I didn't say Xavier Woods. Oh, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think I think Baron Corbin is the is kind of the wild card here that that you know Kane was and then he won it. But I don't want Corbin to win it. Um, Corbin's heel work is solid enough to put the title on him eventually. Anyways, um, he's just a really good heel. It's just you're gonna have to piss a lot of people off when you do put that title on him. So I think I think you have a lot of him standing tall numerous times um him him versus black's gonna be really good him i think cruz is the per apollo cruz is the perfect one to take him out or gulak um you could actually create a gulak versus corbin feud feud that would be really entertaining maybe even build to a daniel bryan versus baron corbin feud which could again add more to i i don't understand that i understand the hatred for corbin because he's such a good heel i don't understand the hatred for corbin as a wrestler because he is very 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 hateable and that is very very
very good for this industry. So the diehards, I do not understand why they hate him, why they don't want to see him succeed. Um, I know that us two diehards both think that he's good enough to hold the world title um, at some point in his career. But he's an annoying jerk, which made Miz the the Miz a great champion when he was there. Um, I, I'd like to see him kind of his his last ditch effort of getting stopped be with Gulak or Apollo Crews. Um, I think Morrison just kind of sits it quiet, has a couple really big stunts, really big moves. Um, and I think at the end, we just see Morrison like flat out parkour, jumps onto the top rope, jumps over to the ladder, prevents, oh, probably, I don't want to say black but somebody from probably Andrade from getting up the ladder um, maybe even hits a kick to him in order to get him up, get like over the top of the ladder because um, he's the type of guy who can pull it off and that knocks him down ascends to the top of the ladder and John Morrison is your money in the bank holder that's what I would like to see very cool don't you know don't you know don't you know oh are we doing don't you know because we're paying homage to canada eh? yeah maybe maybe eh? Maybe. well we know. were we were talking before we went live eh? that um you know even though justin's not here to uh give his input on this that you know maybe it would be nice for us to to pick for him eh? oh jesus okay oh. <laughs> so so I was thinking about um about who I would pick, eh? Um <laughs> You do a terrible job <laughs> He's gonna hate this. <laughs> we will know if he listens. We will know. <laughs> so so here's here's the way I would go, okay? Um okay, so from, yeah. from Raw, right? Uh the people that would be getting on this Right, the three entries from Raw would be uh, Jinder Mahal, right? Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you betcha. You just wait till you hear, right? Okay, Kevin Owens would be number two, <laughs> and then my okay. man Edge, Mister Copeland, would be number three from Raw, right? So they would okay. fill out the Raw roster there in it, and then going on to the SmackDown roster, things get a little tighter over there. So. So, oh, we're starting off with Robert Roode, right? He would get in there and and he would be representing SmackDown, right? Uh, Sami Zayn definitely would be there. It'd be a nice little KO and Sami Zayn show. I thought about um, Sami Zayn on mine. I really did. I thought, I thought, oh, I should put him in, but Corbin just seemed like, I don't know, more hateable. <laughs> and then in like a weird twist of fate, because I couldn't find any more Canadians on the SmackDown roster, right? They're calling Kyle O'Reilly up from NXT to. Uh, uh, represent SmackDown in this as well. So those are your six entries there. You've got Edge, Jinder, and KO from Raw, and then you've got Rude, Zayn, and O'Reilly for SmackDown. And I think, you know, in the end, I mean, the story, of course, is going to be that, you know, uh, Edge has been there before. He's won that money in the bank before. He's cashed it in successfully before. So, you know, there's some nice things there for him. Um but I just don't think he's ready to win it again. I mean, he's just back. He's got more stuff to do with Randy Orton, 
you know, deal with that down the road some more. So um, I really think this is the time if they're going to do anything, they should put it on Robert Rude. He should have him win there and then he can carry around that briefcase for a while, be glorious and hopefully come out and maybe maybe make a good showing and be another Canadian superstar that wins. The Justin belt. would have never chose Robert Rude out of that. No, he definitely would not have. He would have uh, chose Sami Zayn. He might have chose Sami Zayn, but I don't know. I just think Robert Rude has been so mishandled. So that, that was me coming through, I think. Um, but, but so, and there's the, that list down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think what you missed that was a Justinism. I mean, I, I covered the one that you, you potentially could get in trouble for. So I was, I had no problem doing that for you. Um, but, uh. There was, there's a couple. Oh, you forgot to do the big introduction. Uh, yeah, it's, it's me, it's me, it's JLB. Uh, oh, Jesus. We love you, man, Justin. What's that? I said, we love you, man. Justin, yeah. pour one out for you. That's, that's why we're, I mean, I think we should do this every time somebody's gone from the podcast, <laughs> which means there's been a night where you were like, can we delay it? And next time you do that, and we're like, nope. Calling Justin right now. Bye. Just the two of us. Anyways, so what do you got for me? We'll move on to the next challenge. <laughs> well, mine's not doing anything with current events. Mine's well, it is. It it is and it isn't. So this is what we're gonna do. Um, while I was driving home, talking to my friend on the phone, I thought to myself, hey. You know what would be a lot of fun? You get to pick which takeover style fashion faction you create with today's superstars. You must use either all AEW taking over WWE or AEW taking over TNA. I'm sorry, Impact Wrestling or AEW taking over, you know, New Japan or WWE taking over AEW, but some style of takeover faction. There has to be an insider. I want it to be NWO style but it doesn't have to be. I'd prefer if there was an insider and a couple outsiders. Um, limit your faction to three or four. Okay, so basically you're wanting to... And how to... the faction happens, and then what the what the takeover procedures are. So... But I, I, say, I say takeover faction because it can be like WCW taking over WWE with the invasion angle, mm-hmm. which was garbage, or... WWE taking over WCW, which wasn't really actually happening, but it was the NWO angle. So those mm-hmm. choose kind of which way you want to go, and then you can choose the brands. But if it's WWE, you can't use NXT taking over WWE. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm going AEW. Taking um, over or being taken over? Taking over. Okay. Um, and it's going to be Impact Wrestling. Okay. Just because I think this is this would be fun. This would be a whole, whole lot of fun. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to decide, to, trying to decide because there, there's a twist to it that I think works really well. So, um, coming in to a to Impact Wrestling, showing up. Uh, what are they doing in the Impact Zone? Uh, you're going to have. Hmm, let's go with Colt Cabana and Joey Janela. So you're going NWO style takeover, it sounds like. Yes. 
It is a definitely, and that's where the twist comes in. It is definitely an NWO style takeover. Okay. So first, they just show up there in the crowd, right? Much like the NWO's original takeover with uh, Scott Hall showing up in the crowd very often, Kevin Nash then, you'd be out there eating popcorn. That's how this is going to start, right? So you're, you're going to be at Impact Tapings, and then they're going to get a scan to the crowd and who's that is that joey janella in the crowd that's aew star joey janella out there what's he doing here uh and he's just gonna be his usual jackass self um out there hitting on actually reference aew sure i mean behind the scenes this is probably some sort of partnership so why not sure go ahead um and then the other one colt cabana starts showing up and they come he's the out. Big friend. Yeah, he's the big guy, and he's goofy, which makes it really fun. Uh, <laughs> and they start doing kind of NWO style, laying waste to the roster, although laying waste in a goofier sense because it's Colt Cabana and uh, Joey Janela. Like Joey Janela can go hardcore, so we'll see some people put through flaming tables and stuff like that. But then you've also got Colt Cabana, who'll uh, you know do the Superman pin on people and and smile at the camera while while they're getting counted down or whatever, you know? Um, but there will be that whole thing, whole thing of, well, I don't know how they keep getting in here, right? We don't sell them tickets, but they somehow or another get in here. You know, there must be someone working from the inside. Uh-huh. And then finally at, um, I don't even know the name of the uh, late summer pay-per-view that Impact Wrestling does offhand. And I could take time to look it up, but I'm not gonna. So we'll say Bound for Glory. We're gonna say Bound for Glory. Yeah, sure. Bound for Glory. That sounds fine. The Bound for Glory uh pay-per-view. They are going to set up a six-man tag. It's going to be three <laughs> members of the uh impact wrestling roster. And thinking, what's a good OVE? That might be the best current impact wrestling roster. Uh, to have do this. Uh, You're looking it up, so am I. think OVE would be the best one uh, because you've got Sammy Callahan, you've got uh, Jake Chris, um, you've got... Yeah, I think OVE would be the way to go there. So, uh, I could do the Rascals. Yeah, I think OVE would be the best. You so it's like a, a ragtag group. You could like throw together Shamrock with someone else and somebody else and somebody else. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I was thinking of maybe that. Ethan Page would be pretty handy to have on that. Um, so let's say, yeah, you're right. I think we do we do a ragtag group, right? Okay. We do uh, Petey Williams because he's, a, he's an Impact original. He's, he's also a legend. He's a legend. And he still puts on phenomenal matches. We've got... Oh my god, you're going to put Joey Ryan in there? Uh-huh. Or you can have Joey Ryan be the third the third man. Okay, go on. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 someone hit the nose. That was the nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Uh, Ken Shamrock looks ancient. He does. He looks... So, so... I mean, he is ancient. Wow. Anyways, Petey Williams... We will do, uh, I, I like Ethan Page a lot. So I'll throw Ethan Page in there. And then, yeah, we'll do Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan makes a good uh, offset for. I, was, I, I really thought you were going to have 
a guy who's been around for a long time. So I didn't know if it'd be Rhino, Rob Van Dam, Rich Swan, Sammy Callahan, or um, Tommy Dreamer. I, uh, uh-huh. TJP would have worked too. But yeah, I like I Sammy Callahan because there, so. because uh, you know TJP had his run in WWE for a while and. Uh, and eventually, it didn't work out for him there. He he, he didn't mesh with them there very well. Um, but Sammy Callahan was in WWE in NXT as Jeremiah Crane and just got lost in the shuffle. And, wow. and he's and, very good. And he's very good in Impact. So I think I'm to choose Moose. Moose. I like so, Moose. So that's why I, I thought Sammy Callahan would be a good one there. And then I just really get a kick out of Ethan. He's a hoot. So, and he's the current Impact World Tag Champion. Uh, with hey, Josh and he's Canadian, don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Um, so, but then the match is going to start, and it's only Joey Janela and and uh, Colt Cabana out there. And who is the third man? Who is the third man? Uh, and then during the match, we're going to have Sally, Sammy Callahan gets taken out somehow on the outside. He's incapacitated. We're going to have uh, Ethan Page get incapacitated outside the ring. And uh, uh, Colt Cabana and Joey Janela are just going going ham on, on, Petey. on Petey Williams. The impact legend Petey Williams. Just going ham. And then he's who comes on, out from the not, back? He's still on the roster right now. What? He's not listed on their roster right now. He's he's he officially a producer, but he still wrestles. So, okay. so that that it's kind of the same thing. Tommy Dreamer is a producer, but he also still wrestles occasionally for him. So, but uh, so they're just going ham on Petey. This it would be roughly the equivalent with Petey Williams as um, when like Larry Zabisco take off the the headset and be like, I'm gonna go down to the ring and show him what for. Right. Anyways. So, but they're just going ham on Petey Williams. They're just opening up, and out of the back comes Joey Ryan, and he walks to the ring, and he looks he's like saving he's saving the world. He's gonna save the world, but no, he's gonna drop a stinky leg drop on Petey Williams, and it has to be a stinky leg drop. That's that's <laughs> the rule. Uh... <laughs> and so, and then shocks the whole world, rips off his shirt. And he's got an AEW shirt on underneath. Oh my! I'm physically wearing an AEW shirt. Well, I guess you were making a reference that he's part of AEW. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with him coming to to Impact was a ruse the whole time. Oh my god! See, and I think they should just have a nickname like the the exceptional instead of the elite, so that they can be we're, we're the exceptional. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Because like I said, in in my mind, it works great as a crossover event, where then you can build to a crossover pay-per-view, where Impact is trying to defend their honor uh, against AEW, and then you can have Joey Ryan do a double turn on AEW, and turn out he was actually working for Impact Wrestling the whole time. Oh. At which point, uh, you can have uh, Tony Schiavone say, Joey Ryan, you can go to hell which is one of my favorite Tony Schiavone phrases of all time. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just enjoying the whole concept. This should happen. This is something really, that needs to happen. 
I, I am definitely going to tag uh, Cody Rhodes when I tweet out this episode and say, seriously, listen to uh, booking number two. Do it, please. Because I would love it so much. James Mitchell, why is he even still around? They have him uh, doing a whole lot of vignettes with, like, um, Rosemary and Sue Young. Like, he was the evil mastermind behind Sue Young for a while. And... Ugh. Some of these are just... Why are you still there? Anyway. I love but... it. I love it. That's the greatest invasion angle I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of that. That's that's fantastic. I'd lo- I I just wish it was like elite world order or all world order instead of new world order. So <laughs> it kind of sends, hey, this might be all elite. A W O. I think elite world order works better. I really do. Or they could call it the new order of the world now. <laughs> I bet you they would get sued for that. And I would be interested in seeing the outcoming of that lawsuit. World is new. When? <laughs> that should be a thing. W-I-N. Forever. That would be their thing. It would be a four and an E. W-I-N. Forever. All right. So, again, in in honor of, of our friend from Canada, oh, hey. we're going we're gonna to have some fun here with this. So, uh, here we go. Um, it's me. It's me. It's JLB. Uh, you can catch me at JLB420 because I like to smoke the reefer and stuff, don't you know? Um, I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's legal up here, eh? It is legal up here, don't you know? We like to do it a lot. It's legal lots of places here and down there in the States from what I hear, but um, I can do it anywhere I want here. I can be on the subway, on the on the <laughs> um, public transit. The, the metro? The metro, oh. don't you know? Here <laughs> in Montreal, eh? And uh, so this is, this is how I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, and because I can't ever remember the names of any wrestlers, I'm just going to say that one guy is going to come in and invade for that one promotion. No. <laughs> it's because we love you, man. I'm just telling you in advance, it's a lot of fun to make fun of Canadians. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to have AEW be invaded by my favorite Canadians. Um, and uh, it's it's going to be uh, kind of... Uh, like the invasion angle of the un-Americans, don't you know? Do you remember the un-Americans? Yeah, if you don't, they're going to have to get serious for a minute. <laughs> if I could be serious for a moment. Oh, don't you know? I love oh, that yeah. guy. <laughs> Do you like him? He's foreign. He's foreign. <laughs> so, it, you'll have to listen to all the other episodes to hear why we say you like him. He's foreign about Lance Storm. Um... So here we go. We're going to talk. Um, AEW going to be invaded by Canadians. And so they're going to start with Christian Cage because he's, you know, kind of been away for a little while. And so we're going to have him come in and say, hey, the Un-Americans are here to get you again. Don't you know? And then he's going to call uh, for uh, his his good friend, his good best friend, Lance Storm, to join him. And uh, 
So everybody's starting to think it's retired Canadians and, or, or Canadians that maybe should be retired. They also start thinking Chris Jericho's got something to do with this because he's, uh, he's a Canadian. And so, you know, you frequently see before anything's actually happening, before there's any matches or anything, um, you see Jericho talking with Christian Cage backstage and, uh, well, I'm going to have to look up some more Canadian wrestlers like you did beforehand. Because <laughs> oh, um, I want to go to Bret Hart all of a sudden. Canada. That's actually something that's been searched for. Okay, so we got we got uh, Christian Cage and, and we got Lance Storm coming out. Um, then out of nowhere... Uh, Suddenly, their 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 organization is joined by Wayne um, Johnson. Is a Canadian professional wrestler? Mm, no, but he been from Canada. He did uh, wrestle for the Canadian Football League. So they may wrestle for the Canadian Football League. That, that would be yeah. interesting. Well, I don't know what they do in the Canadian. I've never watched it. <laughs> So then all of a sudden we get Tyson Kidd because you got to pay homage to the the Hart Foundation a little bit in some way, shape, or form. And so we get Tyson Kidd joining up, and everybody's really starting to get a little leery about this. And the funny thing is, so they say, hey, we've got a friend coming next week, and, and uh, everybody's expecting it to be Jericho because he's calling out the inner circle, and Jericho's like, no, it's not me, don't you know? Uh, he's like, hey... My dad played hockey, but I, I don't have anything to do with that, don't you know? And so I live in Florida now. And then out of nowhere, just a big, big surprise. Suddenly the person that turns on him is Kenny Omega. And so he comes out and he hits everybody with V-triggers and just says, Canada's coming to take it all over, don't you know? That's what happens. Oh, oh that sounds that sounds excellent. Yeah, I don't think that you should ever have to choose between Christian Cage as a leader and Kenny Omega, though, so I probably didn't do the best one there in Canada. Oh, Jesus. I wish oh, I'd done geez. something different. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm impressed, know. though, that you pulled Jinder Mahal into that. Uh, in fairness, there really weren't a whole lot of choices on the current <laughs> roster. I don't know. You could have gone. I didn't know Val Venus was Canadian. We should give some homage to Canada here. A little Abdullah the Butcher was Canadian. Gene. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kaniski. I was like, Gene Sintinsky was Canadian? What? I want him in it. Uh, Pete, you could have used Petey Williams. I mean, he's not in WWE right now. But well, that's what I was. I was going with current roster WWE. So that's that was my thought. I mean, Justin. Justin thought, yeah, yeah. Don't you know? Don't you know? So I want to know because I'm looking through this. Obviously, we all know who Maurice Uyet is. Uyet. We need a Cana- a real Canadian on this to tell us how to spell, uh, pr- pronounce her last name. Mizanin. That's how her last name is pronounced right now. Pierre Carl Uyet is a Canadian professional wrestler. Yo, he currently wrestles for uh, uh, Ring of Honor as does he? Yep. Okay, so I'm wondering if he's related. He's 52 years old, and I want to know if he's related to Mar- to Maurice. I mean, he was he was big back in the day on WWE, but I just want to see if he's related. I'm yep. okay. I'm, I'm looking it up too. 
That would be an interesting thing to find out. He's from from Montreal, the same place we're from, don't you know? Yeah, oh geez, yeah, just down the street. Well, Wikipedia says nothing about a relationship. Yeah, any relations there. So. But he's old enough to be her dad. I mean, he really is. Is PCO related to Maurice? Riveting. What, what a wonderful amount of silence we have going on here. Boy, it is a good thing that we uh, edit out all the silence. <laughs> okay, so obviously she's also from from. She's also from Montreal. Oh, so there might there might be something for that. Who was she trained by? By Ohio Valley, early life. God, you would think that uh, it would say. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't say anything. So I'm gonna guess that they. I mean, if they are related, it's distant. Yeah. By the way, um, really, The Miz? I mean, come on. Yeah. At one point in my life, you were it for me, girl. She. No, there's nothing against The Miz, but she could do so much better. (laughs) Or worse, in my instance, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're going to go that bad, you may as well just go all the way that bad, you know? I'm here. I'm waiting. Don't you know? Don't you know? Oh. Yeah, I see nothing that even remotely makes me think that they are related. Aside from a last name, but I have a feeling that that last name is actually way more common than think it is. Ten things. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and do your uh, murder, kill. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move on to nullify, vilify, deify, which you can you can say it's a shameless copy of Fire Push Berry or an even more shamelesser copy of FMK. Uh, doesn't matter to me. The rules are simple. You must choose one of the three people to nullify out of wrestling entirely, vilify one of them to the bottom of the card, and deify one of them, just like the governor of Florida deemed WWE essential. First round, your choices are going to be from the NXT women's roster, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and Shotzi Blackheart. This is much easier than you would think it would be. No, I have um, suspicions on it. So. I still don't see it. This, no, I live in Montreal, Canada, who yet is a very common last name here. Like Smith or Brown in the United States. Grrr. Arg. All right. Anyway, Candice LeRae, Shotzi Blackheart, and who? Uh, Mia Yim. Mia Yim. Okay. Um, I'm pushing Mia Yim to the top of the card. She's, she is amazing. Which you knew that's where that was going, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I am a firm believer that Shotzi Blackheart, um, this is the one where you're really wondering where I'm going to go, isn't it? So this is, I'm going to give you the justifications behind these before I tell you which one goes where. Shotzi Blackheart, um, her timing is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly off. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Um, her defense timing, her, her, when she's taking the bump, she does a great job. She really, really does. Sorry, my headset was falling off. Uh, when she is um, delivering the offense, for some reason, it just looks like other wrestlers wrestling against her. And I went back and looked at additional ones after we talked about this. I was like, am I just way off on this? No, I'm not. Um, when she's delivering the offense, um, it, it's it's just choppy. It's like they're waiting for her to, her to do her move. And I think a lot of that stems, she is young, but I think that a lot of that stems from uh, fear of hurting other people. 
Candice LeRae, on the other hand, um, has a lot of experience, is a technical wrestler. Technical wrestlers can be boring if there's not a lot of character developed. Um, she has recently developed some additional character that isn't just Johnny Gargano's wife, but it's also just Johnny Gargano's wife. So I am going to vilify Candice LeRae because she vilified herself this week. And I'm going to nullify Shotzi Blackheart. And yes, that surprised the crap out of Smarks. You're actually correct. I I was really figuring... I mean, I knew Mia Yim was going to the top, right? But I was figuring Candice LeRae and Shotzi Blackheart would have been switched. Uh, because you know my feelings on Candice LeRae. I think she's boring until two nights... Or until uh, six nights ago. Um... And at that point, I just went, she's, and when you put those two up against each other, I, Shotzi has some time on the indies. I don't think there's an excuse for her timing to be that far off. I just think she's just too scared to hurt other people. Well, and I think to be perfectly honest, I think maybe for both of them, um, that is actually part of their problem. All their experience on the indies. Because on the indies, they were allowed to go harder than WWE allows them to go, I think. Um, and right. and kind of uh, wrestle without abandon, you know? Uh, whereas uh, WWE has kind of a more regimented kind of uh, formula. But I'm still telling you, go find some older Candice LeRae before some pre-NXT Candice LeRae, and you will be surprised. Well, and again, I said that she suddenly had some... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Vince or if whomever, if Triple H decides that she needs to dye her hair, because, you know, that's what bad guys do. And get a Karen cut. God, no, not a Karen cut. We don't need... Don't duplicate. Yeah, don't but they've duplicate. had so much success with Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bailey stayed so the champ for almost a year. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make it successful. Wasn't successful when Brock had the title for a year. But it's working <sighs> so well. Everyone hates her, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. She's got heat just like X Pac did. Uh, <sighs> okay, who you got for me? Oh man, I I had and then I didn't have because. You know, you get to go first, so I have to start thinking again. Because I had really good last week. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with guys that are changing locations. I'm going to go with Brian Cage, Matt Hardy, and Killer Cross. Oh, oh, why don't you just twist the knife a little bit more? Hey, man, you've <sighs> done this to me two weeks in a row. Oh, here I I got this knife out of my back. I think you we don't know it. for a fact that Brian Cage is changing location. But Indeed, we sure. do not know, but there's a lot of rumors, and where there's smoke, there's usually fire. Um, yeah, I could have been nicer and switched him out for um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the exalted one. Uh, so I can't remember what he goes by now. All I have is Luke Harper. There we go, Brody Lee. But I went with Brian Cage because I knew that would be meaner. That it, it is indeed mean, but not as much meaner as as you might think. Because um, the toughest thing about this is this is making me say a phrase I don't want to say, but I am nullifying Matt Hardy. Yeah, I figured that's where that was gonna go because he's old and he's already had the career. Yeah, and he's still got. He's got a lot he can do outside of wrestling with his sure. creativity Podcast. and all that stuff. Yeah. Podcasting, fun stuff there. Um, so 
Killer Cross is my boy. He is getting uh, deified, and I guess Brian Cage gets vilified. Wow, way to do exactly what WWE would have done with that. You and Vince think a lot alike, don't you? Have, have you seen Brian Cage? Vince McMahon <laughs> would have an orgasm. He talks I have, but I'm just telling you right now, he's already pushing Killer Cross. Yeah, because Brian Cage isn't available. <laughs> if Brian Cage were to say, I, lo- I love your way of trying to get out of I'm doing this the same way Vince would. <laughs> No. If Brian Cage were to sign with WWE right now, suddenly Killer Cross would be like, oh, shit. Well, there goes my career. <laughs> yeah, is it too late to sign with AEW? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, it's just, I mean, I love them both. And, I think Cage would get, go to main roster. Yeah, Cage would probably go straight to main roster. His in-ring talents are too good for NXT, or not good enough for NXT. Yeah. Well, he is too much the prototypical Vince Yeah. Character. Whereas Killer Cross does still have the fact that Drew stayed on NXT as long as he did shows how how much Drew or Vince still felt a little bit burned by Drew. Mm-hmm. So anyway, go on. So yeah, that's the way it would go. Is Killer Cross? He's my boy. He's my homie. Um, he doesn't know me from Adam, but he's my homie. Adam Wilbon. Adam. Um, Sketty. A- Adam Edge Copeland. Adam Copeland. <laughs> Adam, Adam and, and Eve and the ants. Adam. <laughs> Any of those Adams, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to tell the difference between you and Adam Edge Copeland to save his soul. No, nope. He would look and be like, "Oh, geez. Well, I thought I knew which one of you was Edge, but now, <laughs> uh, is it the tall, in shape wrestler guy, or is it the short, fat Nebraska? Is it, I don't even. Is it, is it? Is it the fat Conan O'Brien? Yes, the fat Conan O'Brien, the, the short fat Conan O'Brien. The guy, the guy who said that to me obviously did not notice that I am only five foot seven. So, Conan O'Brien is nearly a foot taller than you. Yeah, but but yeah, Killer Cross. Did you just call me Andy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have said just you look like if Andy Richter looked more like Conan O'Brien. <laughs> that would have made more sense to me. Oh, that's too funny. Ugh. Well, on that note, I think we've had enough fun uh, for one evening. Don't you it's know? Been a really fun FBI, don't you know? Don't you know? Oh, what, what is what is the FBI in Canada? Eh? Is it the Mounties? I don't know if they've got something similar to. The, I mean, the Mounties are kind of their be-all, end-all. Uh, yeah, they're like the U.S. Marshals. I'm only I'm they were red. Right. Yeah, and and they ride on horses, don't you know? Yeah, so the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, are the equivalent of the FBI. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Wow. According according to um, the Google machine. I figured they were more like state troopers and U.S. Marshals. But the U.S. Marshals are just the enforcement line of the FBI, aren't they? Yeah. Now, they also have, apparently, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, or CSIS. <laughs> for, for those of us who like acronyms. Uh, uh, that's according to the Wikipedia, they actually go by CSIS, which oh, okay. is funny to me. Or, you know, they've got because a friend. Because we don't call it the Fibby. Fibby. Yeah. We don't go, hey, call up the Fibby. Or the, or the Sia. Yeah, Sia. Or the Kia. Choosing no, the, not the car. No, not the car. Hey, if you don't, if you don't clean your act up, I'm going to report you to NASA. To NASA? No, the NSA. The NSA. Okay, okay. NASA. 
Nasa, <laughs> which has extra A's just for the sake of having extra A's. Yes. Nasa. So anyway, we've had a lot of fun with this episode. I hope you at home listening to it have had as much fun. And if not, then you guys need to loosen up because this was a hoot. Seriously. Don't you know a hoot. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a hoot. Oh. Well, and, and if we didn't have a fun FBI soon, we were going to go to H-E double hockey sticks. Oh, yeah, straight down. Serious ones, bad. Oh, bad yeah. One. Yeah, some of the times they got a little too serious. Like, I needed to go to Tim Hortons and have me a donut afterwards just to calm down. Eat a little poutine. Oh, Oh, jeez. Oh, Oh, jeez. Putin? Isn't that the guy from Russia, don't you know? It's poutine. No, it's Putin. (laughs) I can't even remember how he pronounced it. I think it was Putin. 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 I've heard it called poutine, but that doesn't mean it's right. Well, down here, that's what we would all call it, because that's the way it's spelled, poutine. But we put uh, emphasis on second syllables a lot down here, I think. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, geez, you Americans and your emphasis on the wrong syllable. Uh, and so, yeah, we made fun of Canada for a whole episode. We've done it to Arkansas and Alabama and Oklahoma and our own home state of Nebraska, don't you know? The only difference is, after doing this, Canada's probably going to apologize to us. Oops, sorry. Oh, oh, oops, sorry. Oops, sorry so- about that. You uh, <laughs> said a lot of stuff about us, and I guess, you know, uh, we owe you an apology. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we got to end this. It's too much Make sure to follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow Da Fabe at Da Vincent K Fabe. You can There's also, no don't you know afterward, but I'm gonna say don't you know? Don't you know? Ah, oh, geez, yeah. Oh, you gotcha. You betcha. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Um, share us with your friends. Uh, tweet about us so that they know uh, to go and listen to us. Re- review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, just like the governor of Florida deemed WWE essential. Uh, <laughs> because it's a five-star program. I get it. I get it, it is five-star. It is essential. And it's loaded with five-star matches. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Don't you know? You better listen to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, five-star storylines where we talk about Seth Rollins being the savior and and getting crucified. Oh, oh. oh yeah, he gets crucified a lot. Oh, geez, that <laughs> that, that was hard that, to listen to. Oh. oh, yeah, that that might end up, you know, being a crime on WBU, don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Yeah, that might be. Oh, spoiler alert there. Oh, oh no. Oh, That's no. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, make sure to check out our Wix site. You can find it in the pin tweet or in the doobly doos. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow it this week. That, that's perfect. Uh, you can also find all the ways to listen to us there. You can even listen to it right on the website there. So um, if you don't want to have it going on your phone, you can have it open in a browser window and listen to us there. Um, or put a blog up. We uh, do a lot of like. Um, uh, prediction blogs there. So uh, before some of the major pay-per-views, we'll put up predictions there, which is kind of nice. You can even use the Wix app, link straight in the tweet to uh, get to us directly, interact directly with me on that. So it's a great way to uh, to kind of follow the show and interact with us. Yeah, you also Don't say do- us when it's not an us thing. It's a you thing. Just because you're too lazy to get it. 
I get you. Don't you know? Yeah. Uh, you can well, also. I am American, so I'm going to be lazy, don't you know? Oh, yeah, you lazy. Oh, geez. Now I feel bad about saying that. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, anyways, uh, <laughs> make sure to like, share, subscribe. We will be back um, with our AEW and NXT reviews uh, tomorrow, and then uh, SmackDown, and then back with the WBU later. So, thanks for listening to us. We will see you around.